Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode, Fatigue 101. Let's talk about some of the basics of fatigue. Um, what does it mean? And how we might go about addressing fatigue. So um, who's not sick and tired of being sick and tired? <laughs> so uh, fatigue is one of those uh, complaints that's really general um, for the individuals going through it. It's, it's a big deal. Um, it's a big deal if it just started. It's a big deal if it's been going on for a while. For clinicians caring for people with fatigue is extremely challenging because the list of issues that could be causing it is so long. And then it's one of those things that we don't even know if we're all talking about the same thing. We don't even know if we're all talking about the same uh, sensation, uh, which to some extent pain, a lot of things can fall into that category. Are we all discussing the the same thing? So um, fatigue is defined as a period of more than six months in which the feeling of fatigue, being tired, is not improved with adequate rest, interferes with daily activities, and not due to another diagnosable cause. And this comes from a study, Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, a working case definition, which comes from uh, the textbook, Integrative Medicine. So I'll be sure to share my citations. Um, That definition really covers chronic fatigue, which um, is a diagnosable condition in traditional medicine. But the issue of feeling tired is just runs a gamut. It's going to affect all of us at some point in our life, um, depending on what stage of life you are. It depend, you know, that can give us some clue as to what's causing the fatigue. But um, it's definitely something that's worth discussing. Like, whoa, why do I feel so tired? What do I do about it? Um, and how do we best manage that? So for us to discuss some of the details of what could be causing fatigue, it's nice to review the energy body, the endocrine body, the physical body. If you are watching the YouTube video, you will see um, 
a chart there that is borrowed from my book, The 21 Day Meditation Journey. And um, for those that are listening, we will talk through it. Although if you do get a chance, I'll put in the show notes um, a link because there's a, a version of this on my website. But just a quick review, um, we're referring to the chakra system, the Ayurvedic system that's often referred to in yoga, but we definitely refer to an energy medicine that gives us a, sort of a, a map, a sort of a cognitive map of where some of our physical, um, emotional, and spiritual um, experiences tie in together. So um, when we're thinking of fatigue, and what would make us feel tired, um, kind of looking at it from this way can be helpful. But, you know, the approach of fatigue, it's very, very holistic. You got to cover head to toe. So when we are, look at the energy body, we have the first chakra, the root chakra, which is believed to be situated at the uh, deep within the body, at the base of the spine, somewhere in between the front and the back of the body. And um, in the chakra system, um, it is believed that the orientation also relates to where a major bundle of nerves or what's called a nerve plexus resides. And then usually these areas anatomically tie into some sort of endocrine or gland. So in the first chakra, um, we relate that. Now, when I've done my research, this is a, is a difficult to get any hard and fast research on because we're crossing east to west traditional in energy medicine. So this is my interpretation of how we can view these. So the first chakra would relate to the ovaries and the testes, the reproductive organs, which also we relate to the navel. And the first chakra, which uh, on an energetic level is thought to be our sense of survival, existence, uh, potentially the seat of the ego, the thing that keeps you here is the area in which we produce our sex hormones. And then also um, in energy medicine is thought of where we produce um, the quality of our blood. In traditional medicine, blood production occurs in other places, but um, the quality of the blood, the fluids, is thought to relate to this first chakra. So um, if there is some kind of disconnection there, or issue there or blockage there, how might that cause fatigue? And so the most important would be anemia if the blood count is low and that could be low from, you know, women, a reproductive issue, some issue between the estrogen and progesterone that's causing excessive vaginal bleeding. Um, and then physically that may show up as an issue with the, the nerves such as restless leg, which also relates to blood because if the iron's been depleted, um, the nerves will become inflamed and overactive and that can cause them to ache, hurt, and move at night. The second chakra, which um, my interpretation is with, um, it also lies deep in the body, um, somewhere in the pelvic area, and also correlates with the ovaries and testes as far as the glands. So of course, if we have some kind of issue there, how would that cause fatigue? Um, for men, if testosterone production is disrupted or diverted or overall pathological, you might see decreased production. So of course that would cause uh, fatigue. And in both sexes, um, having disrupted or unbalanced production 
of all three of these, such as in women, um, underproduction of progesterone or estrogen, or in women, overproduction of testosterone could lead to fatigue uh, just by disrupted um, pathways. So that might happen because of some problem in the adrenal glands, some problem in the fat, the liver, which the end result could be polycystic ovarian syndrome in women or just low testosterone in men. So of course, if that was off, one of the symptoms would be fatigue. The third chakra, the solar plexus, um, which the gland there will be the pancreas. Um, I think sometimes in our modern conversation and in modern care, we completely overlook that the pancreas is a big gland. It's a gland that makes a ton of hormones. Um, of course, in traditional medicine, a lot of our focus is going to be diabetes because diabetes is the most common disorder we deal with there. But the pancreas produces other hormones, um, insulin to lower the sugars, but glucagon to raise the sugars. And of course, a problem in the solar plexus and how that would relate lead to fatigue would be, is the pancreas disrupted or damaged? Is it overproducing insulin, underproducing insulin? Uh, the pancreas also produces the enzymes of digestion that if it doesn't make those, you can't actually break down your fat and break down your protein. And if that's not happening in a productive way or they're not being produced, um, you can't absorb your nutrients. So you start to get depleted on something, vitamins or minerals, or you get depleted on something. And of course that would lead to uh, fatigue. The heart chakra, the fourth chakra in the chest, um, the gland that's there is the thymus gland. And if we were thinking in terms of fatigue, a disrupted energy body, what could be happening there? So of course, the heart chakra has other organs. Um, just using the chart, we're referring mostly to the glands, but the lungs and the heart are there. And so of course, if the thymus gland was impacted, what we see in medicine is an autoimmune disease that causes a dysfunction of the nervous system called myasthenia gravis. That's rare, but um, overall disruption in the heart chakra, such as if the lungs don't work very well. So someone that may have had COVID that is dealing with long hauler COVID and having inflamed lungs, that would cause some, uh, definitely cause fatigue because you're having to work so hard to breathe and heart disease, any heart disease, blockages of the coronary arteries, heart muscle that's damaged, a heart rhythm that is incorrect. So now, of course, we're in the realm, one with all of these, I guess you listeners know, I don't want you to self-diagnose. So if you haven't sought care for your fatigue, please do, because although we're discussing it from this holistic realm, um, you are understanding that all of these things I'm mentioning do require medical workup, that you you want to go in and get these checked out, you know, is this there or is this not there? Um but any disruption in the heart chakra can affect the lungs, the heart, and naturally cause fatigue. The fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra in the gland that's there is the thyroid. So of course, if we have an energy blockage or disruption there, that would be thyroid disease, which probably many people are familiar with from um, thyroiditis to an underactive thyroid to nodules in the thyroid or thyroid cancer even. So conditions in the thyroid where you can't produce the active thyroid hormones of T3 and T4, 
could definitely cause you to have fatigue as a presenting symptom. The higher chakras, um, so the third eye, which sits uh, deep in the brain, but uh, between the eyebrows, but deep in the brain, um, is governed by what's sometimes called the master gland, the pituitary gland. Um, and then my interpretation is also the hypothalamus, although um, the more I'm reading that the hypothalamus and the pineal gland could be grouped together. I mean, you could really, it. these are my interpretations. It could be grouped together all kinds of ways, but the pituitary gland is the gland that many people are often asking about, but they don't realize. Um, and I'll tell my patients when they say, well, I want my hormones checked. And I'll tell them, well, you might be speaking of the master gland. So we call it the master gland because the pituitary, pituitary gland makes the hormones that will control the activity of the glands beneath it. So the pituitary gland governs the activity of the thyroid, the adrenal glands, the sex glands, the ovaries, and the testicles. So it is in this pituitary gland that if you have a disruption there and you're feeling tired and understanding that this pituitary gland is making the hormones that will impact, coordinates activity, but impacts all the other glands, that of course, exhaustion and fatigue would be a symptom. The solar plexus, um, the third, I do need to return back to that. Um, in addition to the pancreas being there, also the adrenal glands are there. And uh, many people often are wondering if they're suffering from adrenal fatigue. The adrenal glands produce lots of hormones, hormones that help you run and fight a threat. So that's adrenaline or adrenaline, but then also hormones that help stabilize blood sugars, Hormones that help um, govern how much water is in the body, that help govern the electrolytes in the body. It is also in the adrenal glands that the metabolism and your manufacturing of some of the sex hormones happens. So an energy block in this area, if it's not working optimally, that's where um, that we might see that disrupted hormone production like with the sex hormones that we were talking about before. And then it's also where you might see what some people say is adrenal fatigue. And that's basically when the adrenal glands work so hard from chronic stress that it's kind of not working and not producing some of the hormones that you need. And you're just flat out exhausted. The third eye also contains the hypothalamus. So the pituitary gland is actually like a little nub that um, hangs on the stalk deep in the brain and connects to another gland, which is sitting up higher in the brain, which is the hypothalamus. So often people are talking about the master gland when they say, I want my hormones checked, but there's one gland even above it, which um, governs also how the pituitary gland will work and also influences the adrenal glands and some of these others. But it's also in the hypothalamus that some of the more interesting hormones can be produced. So um, it's there that we make things such as dopamine and oxytocin. And these are neurochemicals, hormones that affect the functioning of the brain, how 
Uh, We experience our world, our emotions, how we form attachments. Um, Very interesting. And the hypothalamus can be blocked or damaged. And of course, it along with the pituitary gland, hard to diagnose. But if they are damaged, the fatigue that would come from it would be profound. Finally, um, the crown chakra, which is thought to be an energy center that exists above um, the body, above the head. Um, And my interpretation is associated with the pineal gland, um, a very small gland deep within the brain that um, produces probably many more hormones than we realize. But one major hormone that we're aware of is melatonin. we hear the term melatonin so much in our everyday lives, and it's such a common supplement over the counter that we often forget that melatonin actually um, is a hormone that's made in the brain. So if you're disrupted there and you're not making melatonin correctly, you would definitely have disrupted sleep and you would definitely have fatigue. So if you are dealing with feeling tired or fatigue, uh, no matter the time length of it, there really is a lot more questions that need to be asked. So of course, the most important, well, to me, um, the most important question to ask is, what is this fatigue trying to tell me? What is this uh, feeling tired trying to tell me? Um, We really don't want to ever ignore the, the feeling because feeling tired is definitely a sign that something's wrong. Now, whether or not something's wrong, that's an emergency, oh, it needs to be addressed right now, or is it something wrong that's maybe been wrong for over a decade and it's just time to deal with it, um, it it definitely should not be ignored. So, you know, you just ask yourself, what is this feeling trying to tell me? Is it constant or does it come and go or does it come in certain situations or Did it start when something else started in my life or did it get worse when something else started? Did it get better when this changed? So it's really worth delving into digging a little bit deeper because it's it's a symptom, but it's definitely trying to tell you something. So if you're dealing with fatigue at this point, then your next question will be what to do about it. So of course, my first recommendation will be you'll want to get it checked out because although it's good to educate yourself on what could be the causes, um, you got to find out. It could be as minor as um, you're just missing some nutrients in your diet. Of course, most common, like just not getting enough vitamin D. Or it could be something serious. Um, it could be something like, like cancer or dangerous heart disease. So although you should educate yourself, you can't, you can't really DIY. So that's something that you'll want to get checked out. And when you do go to discuss it, um, with your, with your physician or nurse practitioner, a good physical exam, uh, being prepared to address mental health issues. So being prepared to address if you've been stressed or you've been anxious, um, you know, most health practitioners will probably start with a panel of labs that'll include like checking the liver function, the kidney function, checking the thyroid, um, checking for anemia, 
And then you can consider requesting if you want to check for um, diabetic risk, what's called an A1C, if you want to check your cholesterol to make sure that it's not too high, and um, then discussing with your provider if you need to be checked for diseases of inflammation, um, especially if you had coronavirus and you're concerned that you're not recovering from it, you may be developing long haulers, is that worth checking for autoimmune disease? Um, I had done, um, I will put a link. I had uh, done a uh, blog post about, um, you know, ways to deal with fatigue. And of course you can use the healing modality of Reiki, receiving Reiki or learning on yourself to help heal some of the long-term consequences of fatigue just as an idea. So I hope that helps. Um, fatigue is one of those things that really it's a symptom. Um, we don't really want to call it in diagnosis because even after you've done your due diligence and you've gotten checked out and you've educated yourself, um, then if you don't have a clear answer on what's causing it, then it's time to think about seeing, you know, an integrated physician, um, definitely check out some of the offerings at healing arts, health and wellness.com. Um, it's definitely time to go deeper if you don't get a final answer as far as what's causing your fatigue. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we'll be back next week where we'll be t- uh, touching on, uh, wait, wait. And uh, we'll do that with the chakra system. And then we'll finish out the month with a brief meditation. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode, Fatigue 101. Let's talk about some of the basics of fatigue. Um, What does it mean? And how we might go about addressing fatigue. So, um, who's not sick and tired of being sick and tired? (laughs) So, uh, fatigue is one of those, uh, complaints that's really general, um, for the individuals going through it. It's, it's a big deal. Um, it's a big deal if it just started, it's a big deal if it's been going on for a while. For clinicians caring for people with fatigue is extremely challenging because the list of issues that could be causing it is so long. And then it's one of those things that we don't even know if we're all talking about the same thing. We don't even know if we're all talking about the same uh, sensation, uh, which to some extent pain, a lot of things can fall into that category. Are we all discussing the, the same thing? So, um, Fatigue is defined as. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.